Good morning, and you're live with the King Comrade Don Studios, Standing for Justice podcast, aired on Spotify and Anchor Worldwide. It's Sunday morning, and it's exactly 6.24 a.m. this Sunday morning. We expect it to be a nice day like yesterday, Saturday was. And it is the second day of spring. Stay tuned. Enjoy. And we're going to start to day off with the song that touches a lot of mother's hearts. And I hope it would touch yours. And it touches mine also. Please enjoy this song.
Sessions, Sunday morning, King Comrade Don, welcome. We're glad you're able to tune in this morning for another excellent episode, as always, of Standing for Justice Podcast with the King Comrade Don. It's Sunday morning, and I want to speak on some things uh, about children, uh, black children and brown children specifically. Uh, I happened to uh, be in Harlem yesterday on 140th Street between Lenox and 7th. It is actually a block where my daughter, uh, Nicole Nichols, was born and raised. It is also a block that I grew up on, and I lived actually across the street in Delano. At the time, it was named uh, Delano. It's not named that anymore, but they have changed the name. But it was Delano at the time. And... uh they were having a memorial in 140 street and incidentally the rapper Cameron comes out of the same building 101 West 140th street and I remember him when he was a little small boy and I was comrades with his uncles Billy and Carl Giles and a friend of his mother Juanita and they lived on the um, fifth floor uh, my daughter lived on the third floor in 101 West 140th Street between Lenox and uh, 7th. I also knew Big L, the rapper, former rapper Big L, who was murdered on 139th Street on the corner while I was away. And I also knew his mother, Pinky. Uh, I played that particular song for all those parents whether you're a mother or a father that have lost a child to sickness or death in form whether it be violence by suicide or by tragic gunfire car accidents and so forth and as I was in 40th street yesterday uh, reminiscing with some old timers in my age group that I grew up with and Mike Parker is a dear friend and comrade of mine, always has been and always shall remain so. And as we were talking, uh, I noticed people uh, eyeing me and uh, they're not familiar that I am originally out of that block. And so uh, people had guns and so forth out. And I'm saying to myself, if this is a memorial, why are guns uh, being worn and carried? At a, an event that's supposed to be memorializing a young brother who was a uh, alleged gang member who was killed by other gang members. And some old timers were armed themselves and they were saying that, well, these kids, they don't have no respect for us and they think it's their block. And I was trying to uh, give wisdom to the old timers and tell them that actually it's nobody's block. It's not neither yours nor the kids. It belongs to the establishment. But uh, it's just sad that uh, while you're at a memorial, uh, these youth today are in the street looking to make more memorials 
more violent, unnecessary deaths. And some of them you can talk to and some of them you can't. I happen to be a member and a leader at uh, what we call 500 Man Up Inc. in Brooklyn, New York, where it's based. And we go out into communities and we take over the block uh, corners for days. And we go into the housing areas all over the five boroughs and try to save and uh, unlearn to relearn these uh, young black and brown males in our society. Some we can save and some we can't. Some have already been killed because they didn't adhere to our advice and our experience. And the thing about the man up in, in Brooklyn, uh, New York, the majority of us brothers have all done time. And the majority of us have also pulled the trigger and taken lives, which is why we've done time. So we are reborn and rebirthed, and we're trying to save the youth. We're trying to help humanity as a whole. And we've all come out better than we were when we went in, and that should be appreciated. A lot of us don't have time for ourselves and our families, but we give our whole heartfelt efforts to save the black and brown youth that, that are out there killing each other for the most frivolous things that one can imagine. You know, when I was growing up, it was very rare that another child killed another child. It just was very rare. Uh, grown-ups did it to each other, but it was very rare that a child killed another child. And I say a child, I mean 12, 13, 14, 15, and all the way up to 18, the way they're doing now. And it's totally uh, callous and uh, disregard to the people in the community, kids playing in the parks and so forth. And nine times out of 10, they don't even hit the intended victim who they are out to kill. They hit innocent bystanders who are children elder people sitting out trying to enjoy a nice cool breeze and enjoy the day on the block and other people driving buying cars and so just innocent people have nothing to do and and crime and violence is the last thing on their mind and it's terrible and the kids do not understand that they are being destructive and they are what we call urban terrorists in black and brown communities and we are trying to change the paradigm of their mindset, their thinking process, because it's all awry. And so, you're live in the studio on this Sunday morning with a tired King Comrade Don. Hoping you have a blessed day, a blessed evening, and a blessed tomorrow as we kick off some more jams for you. We hope you're feeling good. And uh, I'm going to touch on something after this next track, and I hope it don't offend anybody. Enjoy. Wait a minute, baby. baby. Going too fast. I'm going to turn back. Standing for Justice Podcast. Wait a minute, baby. King. Comrade Don, early Sunday morning, trying to get it in for you. Enjoy that day.
Sunday morning, we're sending a shout out, Unified Black Caucus, nationwide, and Spain and Africa, from the King, Comrade Don, shout out, blessed date, blessed health. To that sunrise. If you're up, look to the east. Signing for Justice Podcast. Only here now. Yeah, you're with the King Comrade Don. Signing for Justice Podcast. We're on the air now. And it's Sunday morning, and it's early, and we hope today be as beautiful in the weather as it was yesterday. It's the second day of spring, actually, but I'm sure we're going to have some more uh cool or cold days because Jack Frost ain't finished with us yet. I'm going to touch on a subject right now that I spoke on yesterday on a post when I did get the time to post it concerning the Asian Americans that are being attacked in America by uh, mainly Caucasians, uh, people of the Caucasian persuasion. And everybody's in uproar about it and all these so-called black leaders and Asian politicians and elite people that are really the minority that controls and runs society in America and all over the world indeed are in an outrage. And so I posted some up-to-date uh, uh, news coverage from overseas concerning uh the uh, horrible and horrific treatment that the Asians, China to be Pacific, are uh, subjecting uh, black Africans, queens and kings in China to. And they have shuttered their businesses. They have blamed them for COVID-19. They have brutalized them. They have murdered them. They have imprisoned them. They have evicted them from their homes and houses and businesses 
and they have uh, ejected a lot of them out of the country and have stopped a lot of Africans from even traveling to China. You know, America is uh, mainly to re, uh, be blamed uh, for uh, things that come out and they have a tendency to blame every disease and every virus on black people, whether they're from Haiti or Africa and this and that. But the truth must be told. A lot of these uh, viruses and uh, diseases and so forth did not exist in the Americas and they did not exist in Africa. They only came about when the Europeans came in contact with Africans and with natives here in America. So if you do the research in history is a great, great, great body of truth and facts. And the Native Americans died by the thousands and at this date, millions, basically, because it's only five million uh, Native Americans in America. And that's a disgraceful shame. But they died uh, just by coming in contact with the Europeans from all kind of sicknesses that was brought from uh, Europe. And Europe uh, was just living in the dark ages. They didn't have sanitation. Uh, they, they hygiene was just horrific, to say the least. And the truth must be told. And so they brought about a lot of sicknesses and diseases and germs uh, to the shores of America and affected the Native American people. And they just started dropping like flies. And uh, the same thing with Africa. When the Europeans came in contact with the uh, natives in Africa, uh, the black and the brown founders of civilization, uh, the same thing happened there. And so America is really to blame for this. But they have a horrific uh, uh, tendency to blame uh, viruses such as HIV and AIDS and shit. They blame that on the Haitians and the a green monkey from Africa and so forth. And it's a shame that it's hard for black people from anywhere in the world to get citizenship in America, but it's not that way for Hispanics. Now, uh, black people are still, we're still 12% of the population have been for the last 50 years. And we're projected to remain so all the way into the year. Uh, 2150, I believe, is uh, projected that we'll still be at 12%. That means we have 43 million black people in America, and we're not growing. Uh, we're just stagnated at uh, 12%, 43 million. And ironically, the Hispanic people, because they're allowed to come in the country at will without any of the obstacles and uh, borders that are placed upon them, like they are black people trying to come to the country, they are actually 13% now, and they're at 60 million. I'm going to repeat it again. Hispanics have surpassed black people in America in the statistical count and they're at 13% and blacks are still at 12%, 43 million and still projected to be so in the year 2150. Hispanics are at 60 million. And so America uh, is responsible for all these uh, things that is happening in America. And we don't have to make this up. If you go to the true history of America and the experiments with black people right here in America, uh, with the Tuskegee Institute, uh, injecting black men with uh, syphilis and so forth, 
and uh, letting them remain in that state to see what it uh, happens uh, to them and how the sickness will run its course through their uh, mind and body. And uh, it's a terrible thing. And they have also recently, uh, when Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton went in office, they re- uh, Hillary Clinton re- apologized on behalf of the American government for some experiments with uh, medical experiments they did on people in Central uh, America. And that came out uh, before uh, Hillary, uh, shortly after Hillary and Bill Clinton left office. So America has a sort of history of experiment with its citizens. And we have uh, the killer of uh, uh, Robert F. Kennedy, uh, Sir Han Sirhan, and uh, even uh, the killer of uh, John Lennon, uh, Mark Chaplin, who I happen to know personally, uh, both claim that they have no recall of doing anything because they believed that they were experimenting on with the CIA and LSD experiments that they did back in the day with psychedelic drugs. This stuff is all documented. And, uh, you know, it's just sad that the truth is out there and many people refuse to accept it for what it is. But it is the truth. And you can look it up. I don't have to make it up. And ironically, the CIA had an air service called uh, U.S. Air during the Vietnam War and that U.S. Air, what they did was they trafficked in uh, Heron from Asia to America so it could reach the streets of urban communities and destroy them. And that's exactly what it did. And this was run by the American government, what you call black ops. And uh, black ops is what happens is when uh, if these people, whatever country they go to and they do things and they get caught, they have uh, America has what you call deniability will say that they don't even know these people. They're not citizens of America. And they usually uh, use people that are not married, that have no strings attached, close ties, family members, or children for black ops. And so that if they die, only one or two persons could be uh, uh, will benefit from their death. And so they don't want them to have ties. And they go through strenuous, uh, uh, strenuous exercises and, and training uh, 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 to... Uh, to get this uh, position in black ops and black ops exists and they are in action right now all over the world and some of these men and women but very few women can lay in a field for one week in any element of weather just to assassinate one target and they are skilled like that okay so America is what it is and we must be careful and alert at all times and don't believe anything the government says because the government is never going to give you the truth. The truth will only come from people like me and from facts and history of documented facts. But don't go by what the American government tells you because they would never tell you the truth. You're live with the King Comrade Don, standing for Justice Podcast. We're based in New York City. Sunday morning. Let's keep the grooves going. Oh, 
studio early this uh, Sunday morning and giving you some tidbits of news and tidbits of reality of what is actually happening as I look around the city uh, yesterday uh, the Unified Black Caucus with uh, housing for justice justice for housing and so forth and housing for the homeless were at uh, 14th Street in Union Square Park yesterday trying to get housing for those that are homeless. And let's define what homelessness mean. Homelessness does not mean that you're actually sleeping on the street, though there are a lot of people, and I kid you not, I see even teenagers actually living on the street, sidewalks, parks, wherever they can lay and rest and, and, and uh, secure their belongings. But the definition of homelessness means you just doesn't don't have a home. You don't lease, you don't rent, and you don't own a home. It doesn't mean you don't have a dwelling to stay in. And so we want to get homeless people uh, affordable housing. The concept of uh, affordable housing is a misnomer. And 
convoluted to say the least because affordable housing should be affordable affordable housing should be what you can pay based on what your income is but in actuality it's not that unless you're in public housing what we call the uh, projects and uh, a little back history on the projects but the uh, the name project is not on these housing developments. They actually have names like Jackson Houses, uh, you know, uh, uh, Morel, Melrose Houses, uh, Morris Houses, uh, Washington Houses. But the real term of these is called projects. And uh, many cases ago, uh, maybe before I was born, uh, two gentlemen, uh, scientists, came up with the theory and they wanted to see how uh, mice live congested on top of each other. And so they did experiments in the labs and they stacked towers, so-called cages of towers, with mice congested and living atop each other. And from that, they developed what we call the so-called projects where people were living uh, uh, high-rise buildings, but basically on top of each other and congested in uh, that area. And they would develop certain characteristics and traits based on that type of dwelling. And so we see that majority of so-called uh, housing, and which is really the projects in New York City and all over America, especially Chicago and Detroit, there is a high rate and always have been a high crime rate in these housing developments where mostly black and brown people are corralled in. I don't say housing, I say corralled in because that was the intent to keep us corralled in a certain area. Like they have uh, the Native Americans, they corral them on uh, what you call reservations. And so black and brown people are actually corralled in housing projects all throughout New York City and all throughout America, to say the least. And this was based on an experiment that was first done with mice in a lab. You need to know the history. You need to know the truth. And you need to know the facts about America and how it came about. And America has nothing of originality of itself, meaning the founding fathers and the Europeans that came here and set up a shop on these shores that they named America after the gentleman from Italy named America Vespucci, they have stolen, borrowed, and uh, plagiarized things from every culture on the planet, and have, they have taken ownership of it, and they have claimed it as their originality, which is not the truth. You're standing for justice with the King Comrade Don this early Sunday morning and I am very very exhausted but we are trying to get it in this morning enjoy you 
Sunday morning, rise up with the King Comrade Don standing for Justice Podcast. And I hope you're feeling good and looking to the east and giving thanks to Jah, to Ra, to Hotep Amin. 
not the Caucasian, uh, blonde-haired, blue-eyed uh, character that the King James and them carved out in the painting, done actually by Michelangelo many uh, centuries ago. We are coming upon the second year anniversary of the release of the King Comrade Don from 35 years of chained imprisonment in the New York State prison slave plantations. And we are coming up on April 10th actually marks two years of a limited freedom from that type of confinement. And there's many men and women out here in the movements of social justice that have came out rebirth and are giving back to the community and trying to awaken our comatose people and give them wisdom and knowledge about what is actually going on, truth as opposed to fiction, facts as opposed to lies. That should be appreciated. The violence in America now, especially New York, is horrific. Uh, people are just out of their minds and uh, attacking people, pushing people on subways, pushing people in front of cars and buses and trucks, uh, just crime rampant, doing rapes and child molestations and all kind of crazy things out in open broad daylight. And incidentally, they're on camera because everything in New York is care cases and so forth. But it just shows that the convolutedness of the mindset of people, but uh, people have mental conditions. You can't really blame them because they're not responsible for their conduct. But I could say this, what contributes to the destruction of the mental psychic of most you today is that the drugs that they're actually ingesting are filled with all type of toxic chemicals in the brain, the divine brain, which is a computer and an engine and a motor to be exact and electric currents run right through your spine the same way it runs in a uh, light wall socket in the wall plug it and get electricity from that same type of electricity runs through your spinal to your brain but these kids are smoking drugs that are filled with nothing but toxic chemicals and uh, it's no wonder that they have lost their mind and talking to themselves in the street and dancing in the middle of the street and just doing things that we term uh, insane uh, to a normal person. But it's the chemicals and the makeup of the drugs that they are ingesting today. And they don't want anything that's not of that caliber of particular drug. And so we trying to uh, save them from that nonsense. And it's just the youth today are just anaphilic. Uh, they just don't care. And they, uh, I don't know what you else you could say. Uh, their mindset is gone. Like they have no regard and respect for elders, male or female, nor even for children. And they will fire gunshots into a crowd of people for no reason at all other than to show off that they have the power at that moment to take life or cause death. And it's a sad dilemma that we're in, and we're out in the trenches. The Unified Black Caucus, Man Up Inc., and many other social justice organizations all across America trying to get 
our youth out of the streets, get them educated, get them aware, and get them reprogrammed to the way they are supposed to be. They don't even have the concept of what a king or a queen is. They don't even have the concept of who they are or where they're from. They know nothing about their history. They know nothing about Africa. They do know how to count money. They do know how to sell drugs. They do know how to pull a trigger. They do know how to join a gang, all in the negative. And we're trying to get them to share the negative and get with the positive. You're in the studio with the King Comrade Don. And it's Sunday morning, and we hope today be as nice as it was yesterday, weather-wise, safe-wise, and health-wise. Shout out to the Unified Black Caucus. If you support the Unified Black Caucus, hit our cash app at dollar sign, U-B-C-N-Y. We don't ask for great amounts, a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, four dollars, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you can donate. Donate to the Unified Black Caucus at its cash app. Dollar sign, U-B-C-N-Y. If you have clothing, goods, or so forth, I want to volunteer your time to the Unified Black Caucus when we go out and do events as we will be doing all summer, giving back to the community. Hit us up on the website, www.unifiedblackcaucus.com and go to the tab that says volunteer for the UBC or volunteer for a UBC event. Send us your information and we'll be in contact with you, one of the secretaries, either the New York secretary or the national secretary of the UBC. We'll be in touch with you and tell you how to come out and be a part of the UBC. But if you can help us, help us at Cash App, dollar sign, U-B-C-N-Y. We're doing big things for the community and our people in general. Peace and love. You in tune. Standing for Justice Podcast with the King, Comrade Don. It's Sunday morning. Where are you? Sending this one out to Fayetteville, North Carolina. From the Standing for Justice Podcast. Worldwide with the king, Comrade John. You ain't want it when you
shout out Cedar Creek, an outlay of Fayetteville, North Carolina, to family and friends from the King, Comrade Don, this Sunday morning. Indeed, you don't know what you have missed until it's gone. That is true now and so forevermore. A lot of people are experiencing that. I have experienced that several times. I would rather say many times in my life. We take a lot of things for granted and we come to suffer horribly and miss it when it's gone. I'm sorry I have made those errors in my past and doing everything in my power not to make them in my future. And I hope you do the same. It's Sunday morning and you're with a tired king, the comrade Don, ensconed in the Standing for Justice podcast studios based in New York City on this Sunday morning. We hope today brings you peace, love, and blessings, and good weather. We need it. Tired of the rain, tired of the snow, tired of the cold, tired of the sleet, tired of the hell. Want to get on with the warm summer so that we can get out, the Unified Black Caucus, and give back to our people, the black and brown, the founders of civilization, to be truthful. And it always must be told, and we must keep it out in the forefront that there would be no life on this planet without the black queen's mothers. That is a fact. And we are the founders of civilization. Everything on the planet, inventions, languages, alphabet, music, and so forth. Cultures stem from the black tribe nation family originating in the continent, what we call Africa. Never forget that and never let the world forget that. We must keep that out in the forefront at all time. We are the greatest. We were the chosen. We are the chosen and we persevere we will survive and we will cross that finish line to the winning side and justice will erupt like a volcano for us one day though it may not be today or tomorrow or the next day or the next month or the next year but justice mark my word and the spiritual reang will erupt in a massive explosion and spread its retribution and compensation upon the black tribe nation worldwide and it will spread its retribution upon those that have offended us that have treated us inhumane and indecent we're going to give you one more track before we close out this morning the king comrade down on this sunday morning i hope you like these tracks i particularly picked them for you so enjoy fantasia right now when i see you Let's go, Fantasia. Fantasia. 
start to stutter when I speak Try to stand but my knees go weak What's happening to me? In the dark, can you tell me what it means? I lay my head on my pillow Staring out the window Justice Podcast with the King Conrad down, winding it down on this Sunday morning. Glad you tuned in. Thank you all for tuning in. It's Sunday morning. Be blessed. As always, close out shows saying this simply. Never surrender a positive existence to a negative vibe. Everybody already knows what that means. And don't forget it. It's very important that you remember that. Never surrender a positive existence to a negative vibe. It's King Comrade Don closing out the Sunday morning show of Standing for Justice podcast while I'm ensconced in the studios of Standing for Justice. And we are supposed to be at the governor's office again today on a Sunday at Governor Cuomo's office on 3rd Avenue in a massive protest this Sunday afternoon. Afternoon. If you're able to come out, come out, join Unified Black Caucus, Vocus New York, Hall Solitary Confinement, and many other collaborative organizations will be at Third Avenue and Governor Cuomo's office 
in Midtown Manhattan. You go to the pages, you see it on the Unified Black Caucus, you see it on my pages that we were there blocking the streets uh, last week, and we'll be there again this Sunday in a massive protest, putting pressure on Governor Cuomo to sign some bills for social justice organizations, for people in prison and people in holes, isolation, and so forth. Uh, the state legislature this past week passed the Halt Solitary Confinement Bill, meaning that a person in SHU, which is the hole, if you watch prison movies, they put them in a hole and leave them there for 24-7, and they only see the three walls and the ceiling. And so uh, we pressured uh, Halt Solitary Confinement, Vocal New York, and many other organizations have been pressuring the legislators in Albany, which is controlled by the Democrats in both houses, the Senate and the Assembly, to pass uh, legislation to halt solitary confinement where a person serves only 15 days in that type of torture confinement, then they must be released back into population. So we're going to be at uh, 3rd Avenue this morning at 41st Street in Manhattan at Governor Cuomo's Midtown Manhattan office, pressuring him to sign those bills into law and uh, bringing him up uh, to face charges for the sexual allegations that are pressing and upon him this time and era. Thank you for tuning in. Peace, love, and enjoy your day safely. The King Comrade Don closes out Standing for Justice podcast. Goodbye.